Don't say nothing. Welcome to the Megan and Eric Show podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, presenting your local and live morning show. Are you party started welcome to the megan and eric show good morning happy monday everybody hooray it is like we're in fall now we are in fall and it's pretty clear it's really dark outside yeah um and it's very cold but in stormy man all the leaves that are starting to fall are just getting a real head start with that wind and we had like an overnight rain night which was nice and like peaceful it was yeah how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready to go. How about you? Yeah, I'm feeling good too. Ready to take on the week. Well, let's just get it started. Uh, we've got an announcement, however, for our giveaways galore. That's right. Do you like to tell everyone? We have tickets for Dermot Kennedy that we are going to give away on our social media, and we're going to give you all the details today, so keep tuned in. That's right. Good morning. All the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric, and taking a look in today's news beat. Central Oregon's can dispose of yard debris for half price between October 29th and November 5th at the Not Landfill. The special pricing is part of Fire Free in an effort to improve defensible space around local homes. The shoots recycling encourages people to bring grass clippings from home, pine needles, cones, weeds, branches, and other yard waste for $2 per cubic yard. Hours are 7 to 5, October 29th through the 31st, and 7 to 4.30, November 1st through the 5th. In other news, more areas of Deschutes National Forest have reopened as containment of the Cedar Creek fire reaches 55%. More sections of the Pacific Crest Trail are accessible and Davis Lake is open along with portions of Cultus Lake, although Little Cultus Lake is still closed. Over the weekend, snow fell on higher elevations of the Cedar Creek fire, which is now over 127,000 acres. Taking a look at your weather today, looks like uh, <laughs> we're in fall, guys. It's happened. <laughs> we're in it. We're in it. Uh, 53 degrees, our daytime high today, mostly cloudy, and we do have some rainy conditions expected around 11 o'clock and kind of hanging out with us throughout the remainder of the day today. Mm. Looks like uh, tomorrow, very similar, a little less rain in the forecast, but low to mid 50s. Currently in Bend, it is 39, 39 in Prineville, and 36 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by. Campfire Hotels, Nightmare on 3rd Street, Ooh. Blood Ball, and Second Anniversary Party, which is Saturday, October 29th. Hans and the Wanted, live karaoke band. Check out their spooky $99 room rate and all the spine-tingling details at campfirehotel.com. Coming up next on your celebrity dish brought to you by That Guy's Bistro, we're talking about Taylor Swift's Taylor Swift. album Ooh. that was just released over the weekend. So maybe you got a chance to really sit and listen to all 13 tracks. Big buzz for that, I hear. On Midnight's, yes. Well, she's got quite the story and so much publicity went into it leading up to it. That's I mean, Taylor Swift. That's pretty impressive on her part. She's yeah. always a very, you know, like, let everybody be really curious about yeah. what's to come. She knows how to whip up a frenzy. She really does. So we're going to talk more about this album coming up next. It's the Celebrity Dish, brought to you by That Guy's Bistro. Now with a second location at Van Hengen Brewing in Bend. On today's Celebrity Dish, we are talking about Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's. It looks like I like the album cover. I'll say that. Looking at the full page of all of her album covers over the last however many years, it looked like a lot of, you know, uh, air blown blonde hair. But this one's cool and like gritty and she's lighting something with the lighter. Yeah. It looks cool. She's got really like dark blue makeup on with heavy eyeliner. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. It's a little less 
whatever the rest of them all were. Yeah. I don't know what the word is. They know. looked kind of the same, didn't they, when they were look, well, we were looking like, at all the album covers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Real kind of chipper. Yeah. Whimsical in the woods. Not this one. Not this one. Really? No. This one is titled Midnight's. It's her 10th studio album. Uh, she released it on the 21st, and it definitely is creating some buzz. But the buzz leading up to her album releases is what's so impressive to me. Mm-hmm. She puts so much effort into all the social media publicity, putting out there. It's anticipated yeah. you know, by so many. The rollout. Yeah, she gets mm-hmm. all these little clues. I mean, leading up to the reveal, she unveiled the track list through a TikTok series called Midnight's Mayhem with me. Um, it was for over a week and it revealed that Lana Del Rey was going to be on the fourth track and there was a trailer teasing several visuals for the album. I mean, so this was like a, a month in advance. She was already putting out so much. I had a whole strategy for rolling out all the information, which was fun. Like if there's that many people following you, it's fun to do it, parse yeah. it out like that and make it like Easter eggs for everybody. People will be so excited when they find stuff like that out. Right. And of course, uh, as she has described, the album was inspired by 13 sleepless nights of her life. Uh, she adopted a glamorous visual aesthetic for the album that you were just talking about, Eric, yep. um, drawing from 1970s fashion. But we're, we're supposed to be kind of getting a chill out, dream pop, electronica, synth pop. Um, I When I hear electronica, I'm ready for like a DJ to be on the track with her there's not one yeah but it definitely is that like kind of synth poppy vibey dream dreamish mm-hmm. yeah which fits the whole midnights thing yeah and i while i that i mean it's cool that to pick something specific and go with it but i mean I, I, those types of things sometimes come off as a bit sleepy to me i would i would yes but that's a you know it's a part <laughs> of a whole playlist then it's a different story you know what i mean if it's and if I it's a change of speed, then sure. Right. It's, I think it is for sure a change yeah. of speed. You know, going from Reputation, the yeah. album, and all of this sass that was coming out with all of her snakes. Yeah. I really like that. That's kind of what I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah. That one really hit home for me. Where This is a little more up her alley and kind of bringing in her folklore and Evermore albums that were in my opinion, really sleepy, but I know she was going for a different aesthetic. Right. I just was wanting something else. Sleepy isn't a crime. It's just, we talk about that all the time on the show. Like we wish some of the, our favorite pop stars would come out with like bangers. Come on, Justin Bieber. Where are you? Exactly. But I mean, that goes, well, I don't know. I haven't heard the Taylor Swift album. I can't say yet. (laughs) Then I know that we're going to be playing some here real quick and they're going to definitely become the most catchy things we've ever heard. It's just when I'm going through it the first time, I'm looking for a banger. Looking for those bangers. I know. I know. Well, it's because we wake up early. We want to hear some bangers. Exactly. We need to (laughs) juice us up a little bit. Speaking of juicing us up, uh, how about a gift card to That Guy's Bistro? Give us a call. 585-1077. Free food going out the door right now. Be caller number seven. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric, and coming up next, Romance is in the Air. That's right. We're doing Miss Connections. Uh, mine comes to us from Safeway, which I have personally felt love in the air there before. Really? It's a very romantic place. Isn't it great? You know where, where else is romantic? Where? The post office. Oh, wow. Oh? I mean, I sparks fly sometimes. <laughs> We're heading to some great local places to really put a Cupid arrow in the hearts of lovers. Just in case you, it sticks into you. <laughs> yeah. It's time for your Craigslist misconnections on 107.7 The Beat. It's time to try and make a love connection. Our first connection is attempting to be made or attempting, attempted to, either way, Safeway on 27th. <laughs> uh, you work in the bakery and I was in to shop. I saw you either stretching or trying to pop your neck, which I imagine if you're working in a bakery since early morning, you probably have to do that pretty often. Yeah, yes. 
We made eye contact and kept looking at each other. I wish I said something, but you're probably in a relationship knowing my luck. Ow. Hit me up if you're not. That's a weird way to shoot yourself down yeah, yeah. in your own post. You never know. You absolutely never know. Uh, it could have been the most perfect time for that person to meet you. But instead, you decided to say, well, with but, my luck. Exactly. Well, I if mean, you're going to keep living that narrative, you're never going to get out of that. And it's not its not completely damning, but like, you know, maybe maybe shoot your shot fully instead of like shoot it and then try and pull it back. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yep. That's our little bit of advice, which I think, to be honest, could, you know, pertain to this particular misconnections as well. <laughs> Uh, this one is titled Girl in Black Tank Top, 4th Street Post Office. Girl. About 3 o'clock on Monday the 17th, you in the main line wearing a black tank top and blue jeans. I was in the other line in a black hat and a gray shirt with shorts. We locked eyes and our shared love of wasting time in government lines ignited our passionate love affair for good. Perhaps you'd like to wait in line at the DMV with me next. Wink. <laughs> So, well, I mean, I guess the well, I mean, fairly clever, but maybe a little much. I think a little too much, like yeah. a little wide. We why? Yeah, like just be a little bit more direct. You don't have to be so whimsical and poetic about it. It almost is coming across like you thought too much about it. Yeah, maybe here's my here's my critique. Maybe just the DMV joke, no whimsical language. Yeah, because that's kind of funny. It is. You be like, oh, I mean, maybe next we could for our second date we could go to the DMV. And then the That'd next government like, building. Uh-huh. And the next government right. building. Yeah. Or you, but you don't even have to make it. You know what I mean? It's like dial it back a little bit. The love affair ignited our passionate love affair. That's where I'm saying you don't need the flowery language. We don't. Right? We don't. But, hey, you know, there's real hope here because I think with Safeway, Post Office, DMV, lovely places to meet people. The shot was shot. <laughs> we had an awesome time this weekend at the Rapa Nui Halloween Extravaganza. Yes, it was on Friday. It was fun. So much fun. Yeah. You know, the decorations in Rapa Nui because it's, a you know, the, the tiki lounge that's in the old mill. Already, the decorations are great all year round, and then when you add Halloween to it, it yeah. was so much fun. And you weren't kidding about the little chicken nuggies; those are delicious. Aren't those so good? So good. The little fried chicken nugget Ooh. bites with like a ginger, I don't know, miso Soy, sauce yeah. on it. Yeah, so, so good. good. Good call. Um, okay, the best part of the night is that Eric and Z won best costume. We did. We were two. We were half of Kiss. <laughs> yes. We were Star Child and Gene Simmons. We the other half of the band couldn't make it. No, they were busy. We were busy, but we showed up and we won. It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Right. Right as soon as you guys walked into the room, I mean, you just took control of it. It was so much fun. I mean, and everybody really dressed up. There are well. a lot of fun. There are a lot of fun costumes. Yeah. yeah, we got to meet a lot of people with lots of fun costumes. It was a great. Co- it was a fun. The only thing I'm bummed about, the only thing, uh-huh. um, because we have a baby, we weren't able to get out the door in time to see the reptiles. Oh, I know. I didn't get to see any of the reptiles, but other than that, we had an amazing. Night. <laughs> yeah, they had reptiles earlier for like family during the like kid time, the kid <laughs> yeah. zone, and I I was bummed I never got to meet the reptiles. Oh, we'll, we'll have to call Andrew and just ask if he could Do bring the reptiles back. Do you guys still have any reptiles yeah. around? Are they in the back? Are they downstairs? <laughs> hang out at the Saxon? Are they like employees? What's yeah. the deal? <laughs> All the hits, 1077 The Beep. Good morning, it's Megan and Eric, and let's take a look at today's news beat. The Crook County Sheriff's Office is recruiting for its search and rescue team. Volunteers must be comfortable in the backcountry night or day, any time of the year. Be team-oriented, reliable, have a high degree of integrity, and a genuine desire to help others. Applicants must also be 18 or older and have no criminal record. Apply online at ccssar.org or in person at the Crook County Sheriff's Office. Deadline is November 1st. 
Also, Central Oregonians can dispose of yard debris for half price between October 29th and November 5th at the Knot Landfill. The special pricing is part of Fire Free in an effort to improve defensible space around local homes. Deschutes Recycling encourages people to bring grass clippings, pine needles and cones, weeds, branches and other yard waste for $2 per cubic yard. Hours are 7 to 5, October 29th through the 31st and 7 to 4.30, November 1st through the 5th. Taking a look at weather today, it's going to be kind of a mixed bag. We have some cloudy conditions throughout the morning and then around 10 to noon. And then we have showers expected on into the afternoon and potentially late afternoon, maybe into the evening, but it sort of remains to be seen. It's going to be a high of 55 degrees, overnight low of 37. It's currently 41 degrees in Bend, 43 degrees in Redmond, and 39 degrees in Prineville. Coming up next, we're going to give you all the details of the $20 art show at the High Desert Museum featuring art from all these local artists if you need any. All the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. So this $20 art show, this is pretty cool at the High Desert Museum. It's uh, this weekend, Friday, October 28th through October 31st, and features thousands of pieces of original art by over 100 local artists. What? I mean, and $20 for a piece of art is not only a great deal for the person looking to buy, because I'm sure there's all these different types of art that are going to be there, yeah. and you'll be able to find something you like. Right. But also, it's probably doing so much for the artist to being able to sell that much work. I know. I couldn't agree I mean, more. that's amazing. And to get that exposure. 100%. The opportunity to do that, you and know? And to network with other artists who you might be able to collaborate with, or you can, you know, get supplies from, things like that. Right. This will be fun for the whole family. Head to the High Desert Museum, say hi to that cute baby otter for us. Oh, yeah. And go to the $20 art show. It's happening this weekend, Friday uh, through Sunday. Support the local artists. Coming up next, we're talking about dogs, which is one of my favorite topics. But we just found out something very interesting about that strange look that your dog sometimes gives you. <laughs> yes. All those times you thought your dog was judging you. It actually might be true. <laughs> <laughs> From Jake, Golden Hour, all the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Okay, Eric, you have two adorable dogs. I do. Delilah and Pocket. Yep. How old is Delilah? Delilah is, oh gosh, she must be like eight. Or so, maybe okay. maybe getting close to nine. She's an older dog. And then Pocket. He's two-ish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any ideas about your dogs? Like, do you think that they're judging you with what you do in your day to day? Um, never Pocket. Pocket would never judge. <laughs> he's all he he's only love. But Delilah for sure. I mean, Delilah and I have had a long and storied relationship. At very first, we didn't quite get along. Uh-huh. And so because we, she moved in with me, my wife, she was my wife's dog. She moved in with me. I had a dog. Yes. She was like, wait, who's the other team? Uh, I see. But we all got along pretty quickly. And so all of that uh, having had happened, Delilah and I have a very storied relationship. Uh-huh. And I think she might judge me. <laughs> Well, there's a chance, especially with her being female, is really going to add to this study. It talks out. It talks about how um, the most judgmental dogs are female dogs. These researchers in Japan say female dogs judge people after watching them make a mistake or do something the wrong way. So this is pretty fitting in your life, then, Eric. Yeah, Delilah's looking at you up and down. Yeah, it says apparently they can judge whether they think humans are competent or not, and I think that it's very clear that Delilah does not think I'm competent. <laughs> Yeah, research ha- researchers had dogs watch people opening a can of dog food. Now, some humans did it the right way, easily opening the containers. Others struggled with the opening of 
the cans of food and it found that female dogs stared at the competent human significantly longer than the male dogs did. They were also more likely to approach the person who could get the lid off. So the researchers believe this shows female dogs can recognize when a person is competent and this in turn influences their behavior. Exactly. (laughs) This all, this all tracks for me. Delilah is always judging me. I think it's so cute. Even just in my experience of like how sitting and staying with a dog for more than a couple nights. Yeah. You know, the they start to try to read you. They do. And I do feel that girl dogs have a tendency. They're kind of watching me more. They're a little more skeptical where these little boy dogs are like sitting at my feet, Mm -hmm. staring at my every move, looking at me like the most loving person in all the land. Yep. That's what Pocket would be doing. It is so funny. He's like, you can open the can however you want. Now, I'm sure there's lots of stories out there. If anybody wants to call us and give us some story about their dog judging them. Yeah. Do you have a judgmental dog? We, we're here to he listen to you. Yeah. 585-1077. And coming up this hour. We're going to be talking about whether or not you should flirt at the gym or if you're a person who does flirt at the gym. Just all the things surrounding that topic. And even bringing in a Craigslist misconnection That's post right. That's right. That we chose to pocket for this upcoming topic exactly (laughs) there's a lot of people that want to meet at the gym and i don't know okay also we're going to be talking about um if you root for the hero in the movie or if you root for the villain in the movie because sometimes it's fun to root for the bad guys i like rooting for villains (laughs) all the hits 1077 the beat we're talking about if it's okay to flirt with someone at the gym or no and this is a pretty commonplace that happens to be posted about on our Craigslist misconnections. Oh, yeah. And even this morning when we did our Craigslist misconnections, we decided to pocket this particular entry on Craigslist for this conversation. Yeah. Because this is we've been following Craigslist for so long now that this is kind of maybe like a third time this person has posted. Yeah, this person is clearly shooting or they're trying to connect this this person they met at the gym. Again, this is like the second or third time they posted about it. It's about Planet Fitness spend. It's been over a month is what it reads. It's been over a month, but worth a shot. You and I were the only two people working out at Planet Fitness very late one night. We are both in our 20s, but I'm definitely a couple years older than you. When I was getting ready to leave, I went to the locker room to get my stuff and you came in to use the bathroom. We nodded at each other. I think one of us should have made a move. I haven't seen you ever since. Email me if this sounds like you. Right. So um, there's a lot going on here. A lot going on. What do you think right off the bat? Is it is it okay to flirt at the gym? I think unless there is very strong uh, immediate sort of chemistry and signals being sent both directions... I would avoid approaching people for those reasons at the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, it's, you're on such a thin line of right. what you could and should say that make the person feel good and that you're interested in them and maybe not that you're bothering them or uh, yeah. pursuing them on, against their desires. Right. I don't like, I don't like that whole environment for that. I think in theory, I really want it to work. Sure. I think it's a neat idea, right? You're both really interested in working out. You have, you know, a common interest. Yeah. It's at that gym that you both happen to go to. Maybe like in a romantic comedy, you'll end up working out together and it'll be the, the like the rest is history. Yeah. But ultimately, like Eric said, it's a real fine line. And a lot of times people use the gym time as their sanctuary. Yeah. What they want to do to escape from the rest of the world, have a moment to, you know, pump up their endorphins, leave yeah. feeling good about themselves. They're not in there to make new friends. Yeah. 
or to, especially in like a Planet Fitness situation, be different if it was a group class. If it was a group fitness yeah. class. It's a little bit more outgoing, and I think there's more room for there's time hellos. before and after where people chit chat. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That's the other thing. It's like read the room. If the person's got their headphones on, their hat down, don't go talk. Yeah, to you got to leave them alone. That's a, that's a for sure no no. And do not stare at them. Don't stare. Don't follow. I just that stuff drives me crazy. Yeah, but it happens. Because then you're kind of trapped, and then you're being watched. No one even likes to be watched at the gym, even if they're being looked at to like flirt with or not my thing is like if you're like if you're pining after someone at the gym there if you're first of all there's other issues probably but like if you really must engage with that person leave them a note or something you know what right. i mean or like just maybe wave wave and then don't approach or yeah. just in case maybe they show you positive signs I, I i'm not trying to give an instruction book here for how to approach people in an environment where i said not to i know i, I guess know. i'm just saying if you must <sighs> Be really careful. Yeah. Don't be creepy because it's a it's too. And that's just what you're saying, Eric, is like yeah. if you're going to play it safe. Just don't. As I tried to give advice there, I was like, you know, maybe just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, don't do it. Coming up next, we are going to decide whether or not we root for the hero or the villain. And we're going to ask you guys if you do the same. It's tricky. You know, deep down, I want to be like, yes, always root for the hero. But there's like a little tinge in you that it's like, wait a minute. And every story nowadays is like hard to tell who the heroes are anymore. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Okay, we'll talk more about this next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric. We're talking about voting for the hero or the villain. Yeah. TV show, movie, whatever the case may be. Real life. What's kind of like, <laughs> you say real life. <laughs> yeah. You never know if you vote for the villain in real life. Hey, that's your choice. That's up to you. Totally. Uh, but what, what's kind of like your rule of thumb? Where do you tend to lean when you're like really sinking your teeth into a show or watching a movie? Well, I like 60% of the people who they surveyed said that think that if there isn't a good villain, the TV show or movie won't work. It's not, depend, regardless of who I'm rooting for, mm -hmm. there has to be a really evil mm -hmm. presence. Yeah. And I can't, I have to believe it. I have to be scared of it uh -huh. to even be interested. You know what I'm saying? That's Whether I'm point. rooting for them or not. Right. Whether I root for them or not kind of depends on the performance. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. On the, who the actor portraying the villain, yeah. whether they give me something somehow likable as well. Yeah. That's really interesting stuff to watch. That's when I typically root for the villain. I kind of like when like the villain has a real malicious way of going about something that kind of brings them justice in a way. Yeah. I'm trying to think like of a vigilante style thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, um, Game of Thrones, mm -hmm. and now I can't think of her name, the Queen. Yeah. Right? She starts to, well, I'm not going to give anything away, but yeah. ultimately, you start to be like, she's kind of being a villain right now. Yeah. However, oh, I yes. kind of get why she's being a villain. She's like so, accruing her forces over, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, now yeah. I'm mm -hmm. like, go villain, go, because I want to see how this unravels. Yes. You know? And you're talking about Cersei, right? No, I'm actually talking about in this current one, the oh. House of Dragons. Okay, Sorry, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. No, the the brunette, the queen, the friend. Alicent. Thank you. Good okay, job, Eric. Cool. You're the one better with me. I'm not sure what, how I was able to pull all those out. That was impressive. Uh, I mean, also, seriously, it was really fun to like. But Game of Thrones is a good example. Like, there's, it's hard to tell who the heroes are and who the villains are, per yeah. se. It's like it's a little bit muddy waters there, it, which totally. is what's fun about it. Yes, that's so. a good point. So it is fun, I think, to vote for the villain. And you're right. If there wasn't such a villain, then the show wouldn't be as interesting. Exactly. Few minutes after ten, all the hits, one oh seven seven the beat, Megan and Eric. Um, if if you're looking for a sign to adopt a little furry kitty meow, Ooh. now is the time. Meow, meow. The um Humane Society has 
lots of cats. They took in so many cats a couple weeks ago to help with the overcrowding of shelters in Florida due to Hurricane Ian. So there was cats and dogs in the shelters. Then, of course, we were so lovely and grabbed them to bring them over here. And now they can be your pet. Now they can be your pet. Oh. Which we've had Stanley for almost a year, November 1st. He'll be turning nine. And we got him last year. And he's just a little light of my life. He's changed your household. Oh, yeah. He owns the place. He has me wrapped around his little paw. His little big... Fluffy paw. He's a big boy. He's so cute. I think he's like 15 pounds. Oh, what a cute cat. So it's definitely your time. Go to the Humane Society of Central Oregon. Get yourself a cat right before Halloween. (laughs) All the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. Wanted to let you know that now through October 29th, Coastal Farm and Ranch in Redmond is collecting coats and jackets that will be donated to local charities before the cold weather starts. And man, did the cold weather come in quickly. We all saw it in the forecast, but now it officially feels like fall. We're there. It's cold overnight. It's cold during the day. And jackets are really important this time of year. So if you can help, um, that's wonderful. Coastal is also offering 30% off if you want to buy a new jacket from Coastal Farm and Ranch and then donate donate it to the cause. That's a wonderful way to be able to give back. That's right. Apparently they do this annually. So this is a wonderful way to help get some coats on people's backs. It's going to be a cold one. And this is a wonderful way to help. That's right. Thank you so much, Coastal Farm and Ranch. Time for a Monday chuckle. <laughs> we have comedian Owen Benjamin joking about the haha. Like in texting? I think so, yeah. What's funny is I'm definitely a ha-ha, and I've actually been switching it up to LOL. I'm bringing it back. Oh, you're going back to LOL. I know, it's dangerous. Oh. It's really showing my older Do you ever throw like a lols in there or anything? Oh, I don't do an Z or an S on the end (laughs) of LOL. Or an L-A-W-L-Z. Oh my gosh, who does that? That was way back in the day. Lols. Lols. (laughs) It's your daily dose of laughter on 107.7 The Beat. And this is what I'll say about the ha-ha. This is what I love about a ha-ha. You can say anything, and if you end it with ha-ha, no one gets mad at you. Have you ever noticed that? That's why it's so great with women. A girl can be like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, thinking about you, ha-ha. And she's like, ha-ha. I'm like, ha-ha. And it's on. You're just putting some spice in the stew. You know, she's feeling it, you're feeling it, but no one's really exposing who they are yet. Ha-ha. You know, and you're not really throwing anything out there, girl. Like, even if you're in the friend zone with someone, you don't know if the girl likes you or not. It's like, you you can just be like, we should make out sometime, ha-ha. Because you can't go wrong with that. A girl's either like, awesome, ha-ha. You're like, come over, ha-ha. Or she's like, we're just friends. I'm like, I'm just kidding, ha-ha. I'm outside your window, ha-ha. That was your daily dose of laughter on 107.7 The Beat. Yes, it is sweater season now. Sure is. Which means that it's no longer really mosquito season. That's true. Changing the seasons. But, um, you know, scientists never stop discovering why mosquitoes like other people more than than others. Like, for example, my sister, her and I can be in the exact same camping scenario and she gets eaten alive. Yeah. And we're si- we're siblings. That's the same with my wife and I. I don't get bug bites. She gets tons of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You and I are very lucky. Yeah, we are. So we're looking forward to telling you the latest discovery in why scientists believe you get eaten alive by mosquitoes more than your neighbors. And we don't. Yeah, we, we don't. <laughs> All the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. We're talking about mosquitoes, whether or not you feel like you're someone who gets eaten alive by them. Apparently, scientists have been studying exactly why that is 
And it's been long thought that our blood type or the clothes we wear or the foods we eat or things like that are the reasons why they might potentially like some people over others. But that's not actually the case. Right. It looks like there's a chemical compound uh, in our bodies that produce carboxylic acids. And some people do it more than others. And it creates a bacteria on the skin. And that sort of fatty acid is attractive to mosquitoes. So it's it's literally just a thing that some people kind of do and some people don't. And right. it has nothing to do with your blood type. Which is really interesting. Very interesting. For the I, longest time, I yeah. was like, what is my blood type? Yeah. But and, I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? Because like, how would something know your blood type with it not being outside of your body yet? I, right. You know what I mean? It would make sense that they would hone in on something else. Yeah. That was an indicator. Because right. they also don't care what blood type you are. Mosquitoes aren't like... You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, it makes more sense now that I know that that's not the case. But for so many years, I never even thought about it as well. Sure, possibly. You know what I mean? That's very interesting. And you'd think that I mean, yes, the this acid that they're talking about that's on your skin more than others is attracting them. But you also would imagine maybe food does make a difference. Maybe all these things together make a difference. Yeah, um, I think they're still figuring it out. The, but right. it doesn't have anything to do with your blood type. Which is pretty interesting. Isn't that wild? Something to definitely consider. Um, which you don't tend to deal with a bunch of mosquitoes. No, I'm You're good. Okay. I don't really get eaten by them. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. We're lucky in that way. Yeah, I think we're very lucky. I don't think it's the same for like other bugs. I think they're talking specifically about mosquitoes. Because I've gotten a handful of spider bites before. That's true too. And I think it's safe to say like I'm not the best test subject because I don't really put myself out there to get eaten alive by <laughs> bugs. Because it's like camping's not my number one favorite thing to do. <laughs> but I know if you, a lot of people out there is going to put, you know, test the waters, the chances of you getting bit by a mosquito are going to be higher than me. Yeah, I mean, but even just sitting outside <laughs> at night, you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have to be true. camping to get beat, bitten by mosquitoes. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's all part of camping and maybe that's why I don't like it so much. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about something super pressing and very fitting for the season. Pumpkin pie. Ooh. Eric, what are your thoughts? Uh, I like pumpkin pie. I... Uh, I would rather honestly have an apple pie. I was going to say, is there a better fall treat? I would rather go apple pie. I know pumpkin. I mean, I don't dislike pumpkin pie, though. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. I just would prefer apple pie Mm -hmm. if I had my choice of pies. But I mean, you know, I think it depends entirely where this pumpkin pie is coming from for me. It's so. Oh, really? Yeah. Because pumpkin pie can be too like much of the pumpkin filling and not enough crust against. You know what I mean? If if it's too pumpkin pudding-y. I, know. I just lose interest in it so quick. I'm a huge fan of mushy food. I love, <laughs> I love, um, <laughs> I like oatmeal. I like mashed potatoes. I like twice baked potatoes. What's the other thing? <laughs> meatloaf. Love meatloaf. I love mushy food. But this one, for some reason, doesn't hit home. Doesn't for me. work. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It has to be really good texture. Yeah, the texture can really throw it off. Mm-hmm. I need something with a little bit more, and I don't know why that is with pumpkin. Maybe pumpkin's not my favorite. Well, it's because of the type of pie. It's just like the crust, and then it's all filling. There's nothing else to break up that texture, yeah. which is that's not my favorite type of pie. But if it's done well, it's delicious, and I mean, I'm for it. Don't get me wrong. I'll still eat it. I'm going to eat some pie. <laughs> we talked earlier about whether or not you root for the hero or the villain. Megan, do you have a favorite villain, like a villain that is your kind of quintessential i mean the only person i can really think of right now is um seriously lannister yeah yeah from game of thrones totally she was just such great villain every time she was on screen i like hated her but loved to hate her she did some evil stuff really evil and then of course she had her scene and then i felt bad for her during that scene Uh and i was like where am i i'm so lost to who i love and i'm loyal to in this show but wow what a character and that's why that's like a good villain can make make or break something you know what i mean whether or not you're rooting for them like something that you hate and also you feel bad for you like somehow yeah very interesting stuff what about you i think my favorite favorite 
villain would probably be from a movie called No Country for Old Men. And the guy is played by Javier Bardem. I'm trying to remember the character's name. I think it's Anquan. And he walks around with this. Um, it's a basically a, a, an industrial tool that they use for killing cattle oh. in stockyards. Uh-huh. It's a little hydraulic piston. And it shoots out. Ooh. And he uses it to kill a whole bunch of people in this movie. It's really eerie. And Ooh. he's so like evil and scary and bizarre and relentless. And I like that's like my scariest, most evil villain. That's my favorite. I one. can picture the cover of that movie. Yeah, it's, it, a, it's a really good movie. Everybody really enjoyed it, but also was like had a lot of warning around that it's very suspenseful, dark. very dark. Uh, but good movie. No oh. country for old men. It was so much fun this last Friday at Rapa Nui's Halloween Bash. Oh yeah. The best part about it. Eric and Z won costume contest. That's right. We were one half of Kiss. I was Star Child and she was Gene Simmons. The wigs, you guys. The rest of the band couldn't show up. And the face paint, too. I feel like the face paint. My wife is a wonderful makeup artist. And for, there's, it's, it's much harder than you'd think to do a star on someone's face. Oh, my God. Or the Gene Simmons thing. That's even harder. Anyway, she's wonderful. It was fun. A lot of fun. Yeah, you guys crushed it. Had yeah. the best wigs and it was all the way down, like leather all the way down to your feet, <laughs> you know, and all the jewelry. It's such a fun costume. It is. And it, wor- it worked out so well. Everybody dressed up so fun yep. at the Halloween bash and Rapa Nui threw a great party. Um, delicious, fun, spooky drinks mm. and all, of course, all the decorations that remind you of being in a tiki bar just amplified with but the Halloween. Spookier. Yeah, with lots of spider webs. So, yeah, we got to go back and get more of that fried chicken because I've been thinking about it ever since. So good. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. So if we were just talking about Rapa Nui's Halloween party, um, Eric and Z won the costume contest. We did. It was the cutest thing. We had to take off. Couldn't stay too late because you guys have a new baby. Yeah. And we were all just about done anyhow. Yeah. But uh, they chased Eric and Z dressed up as a couple members of Kiss <laughs> down the stairway of saying, don't you dare leave because you have to come pick up your prize. And we we're like, we have a baby. They're like, Haha, no way. We're like, no, no, we do. <laughs> and so we went back the next day and we picked up our prize, which was a bright red uh, Captain Morgan Spiced Rum Cruiser bike. <laughs> Perfect for a couple members of Kiss. Pretty sweet. <laughs> so I'm, I'd imagine you're going to go riding that today in this lovely windy oh, weather. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to go cruising around on my Captain Morgan bike. Fantastic. Well, Central Oregon, um, happy Monday. I, we hope you enjoy the rest of this day and we'll be back tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Megan and Eric Show podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 7 to noon on 1077 The Beat.